I'm me, you're you, and this is Wiggly's Book Club, episode 0011. Wiggly's Book Club is a fortnightly read live from Sloppy Joe's Bar, located conveniently in the West Ward of Easton, Pennsylvania. Wiggly's Book Club is brought to you free for no money and is exclusive to the GiantMediaBall.com feed. Check the website for show schedules. This second week's episode is brought to you by Geritol. 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 Without further ado, let's go down to Wiggly and Sloppy Joe's Bar for the 1975 line of DC Superstars Classic, Limited Collector's Edition, Volume 4, Number C-35, with one magic word, Shazam, the world's mightiest mortal. Wiggly? I don't know what this is. This is a different studio setup, and I'm a little bit winded. Uh, evidently, that didn't happen. I don't know what it is. I can't, I can't hear anything. Uh, so if there's noises going on, it's this this recording software has a has a, a sound a soundboard in it. Glasses. Uh, speaking of glasses, I need it. Get a, uh, need to get a beer here. Whoa. Um, actually, uh, okay. Uh, wasn't prepared today, so, and, uh, now like I said, this, I couldn't find my regular program, because my, my, uh, thing was dead. And I got a new mic. Mmm. A little bit of Stella. A little bit of, uh, sparkly nice orange mango. Should have made a drink out of this. Mm. Yeah. Should have made a hard. Should have made a hard beverage. Like I said, I wasn't ready. This mic is like in my nose. Okay, and my nose is stuffed up, so that's not good. All right, uh, here we are in Sloppy Joe's bar. See, I should have made my liquor because what is it? Liquor, uh, beer before liquor. Suck my dicker. Liquor before beer. I'm a queer. I guess. I think that's what they say. With one magic word, limited collector's edition presents $1. May. May. C-35. This is 32154. With one magic... With one magic... I just had one sip of Stella. Uh, with my... What, how's my levels? Does this have the time? 154. Thank you, 154. With one magic word, Shazam! The world's mightiest mortal. Now, you see, this has Jackson Bostwick, the star of CBS's TV Shazam, and live, a live uh, shot of him set against the background mountains. And then on the back, you have a tabletop diorama. Step one, cut out frame, which is uh, Shazam. It's, uh, pardon me, just a, a drawing uh, 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 like a comic uh, drawing with uh, complete with the crow quill lines and whatnot of the front cover of Jackson Bostwick, and then you cut out the white areas behind him. So that's called the frame. Two cut six slots in frame. Uh, there's dotted lines for six slots. 
or sluts in frame dotted lines step three curve background and insert tab and by the way uh jackson bostwick would not approve of me saying the s-l-u-t word step three curve background and insert tabs through back of frame and then you got a diorama the, the background is the mountains as i mentioned before with clouds there's no clouds on the actual picture and then so it looks like a diorama or a diarrhea of uh, shazam Right there. Now, the reason I bring up Jackson Bostwick is because uh, he played Shazam on the, the uh, television series. Now, the television series, if you've never seen this, is nothing like the actual Captain Marvel Shazam. Uh, number one, he, the Jackson Bostwick. There were two Shazams, and I can't remember them now because I'm a little bit buzzed because I had to run down the steps and carry a lot of equipment, and now I drank one sip, and, uh, and I'm, I'm through the roof. Plus, it's uh, sinus medicine. Take a little sip there. I don't even have my pipe. Well, there they are. Might smoke a clove. Might smoke a clove. Uh, Jara mild. Oh, man, I'm shaking like a leaf. But anyway, Jackson Boswick, while I try to muscle... Oh, I dropped it. I try to mess around with this. Jackson Boswick, um, actually, I have an autograph of him with this photo, but it's in black and white. And he he uh, signed it, and he christened me an honorary Marvel. If you don't know about the Marvel family, there's a whole Marvel family. And I'll, hopefully I'll read a little bit about it today. Uh, although sometimes I never get to anything. I'm doing it on time. 4.34. Okay, a little bit of the sparkling ice. Mm-hmm. So he made me an... Oh, no! The, my drink went all over my iPad. I don't know what's going on. Oh, boy, it wants to add things to my... Now it says nothing. It says my effects are kind of wacko. I don't know what this is. Anyway, am I still recording? Yeah. 511, I hope so. I have VU meters. So he made me honorary, uh, honorary Wiggly Marvel. Because you had Uncle Dudley, you had Ms. Marvel, you had, no, you didn't have, you had Mary Marvel. Ms. Marvel would be a different um, brand. And then you had Kid Marvel, and uh, I think pretty much anyone could get turned into a Marvel. Because Uncle Dudley didn't even have powers. He just sort of pretended and got lucky a lot. Which is always one of my favorite characters. I'm speaking from in back of the bar. Uh, this show's going down to tubes. If you're just tuning in, if this is your first episode, uh, sorry. Uh, all over my Newton. Hey, Herc! Hey, Herc! That's a great Newton joke for people that... For the kids. Okay, Hercules. All right, here we go. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clove cigarette. Okay. So this is king-sized. I don't know how big these were. 15 inches? Maybe by uh, 9.3 inches? I'm not sure. Four king-sized stories, including a four-part Shazam novel. I don't believe that. Extra 3D diorama cutout, exclusive scenes from the Shazam TV show, supersized pinup, 
how to draw the Shazam personalities. Plus Shazam Comics cards, which is spelled with an X, Comics cards, and puzzle pages. Now, I'm interested in finding out what year this was, uh, being that it cost a dollar, I'm going to say 70s, because it's huge. It was one of these huge uh, books, which I loved. Limited Collector's Edition. I don't know how many limits it, limits it was. Volume 4, number C-35, April, May, April to May, 1975, yeah, right in the middle. Published bi-monthly by National Periodic, by, we're, we're bi-weekly, yeah. uh, and also bisexual. The National Periodical Publications, Inc., 75 Rockefeller Plaza, New York, New York, 10019, Carmine Infantino. Oh, how about that, publisher? Now, this why was it 75 Rockefeller Plaza and not 666? That was one of the great things about DC Comics was that it was 666. Uh, Infantino publisher E. Nelson Bur- Bridwell, editor Alan Ash- Asherman, <laughs> that's not real, assistant editor Sol Harrison, Sol, that's interesting, vice president Jack Adler, production manager, copyright 1975 on National Periodical Publications, Inc. All Rights Reserved, the stories, characters, and incidents mentioned in this magazine are entirely fictional. Really? I thought there really was a... Captain Marvel and a and a robot rhinoceros, rhinoceros. I thought what was the tiger's name? I can't remember. Oh, there he is. Uh, uh just so Silvana shooting a net, a rope gun at the that tiger. I can't remember his name. Tiger. Uh, oh. Oh. Okay, here he is. Uh, Tawny, that's it. Mr. Tawny, the talking tiger. I thought Mr. Tawny, the talking tiger, was real. They sure pulled one over on my eyes. Uh, no actual person living or dead are intended or should be inferred printed in USA. I do have my uh, phone here because, for the card trick. I don't even know if I'll get to it. Limited edition collector's edition. The contents are Captain Marvel tracks down metal beasts in the Robot Hunter, and it's page one. Now, if you didn't know these giant uh, collector's editions, they were usually just reprints of other things. Now, sometimes they had these, yeah, no, 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 the holiday specials were also reprints um, of, uh, you know, special holiday issues of, of comics. I can only think of, well, two off the top of my head, uh, they were the always the team ups, so you would have um, Hulk versus Batman and Superman versus Spider Man, and DC Comics always crushed Marvel Comics. Oh, there was also uh, I think maybe Superman versus Wonder Woman that might have been only in giant size. I'm I'm unsure of that, and also uh, Superman versus the Flash. They had a race, and Superman couldn't fly; he could only run. I don't remember who went. Oh, and Muhammad Ali versus Superman. That was a giant size. And newer giant size, they had an Eclipse comics called Destroy! With two exclamation points. Okay, how am I doing on time? 1022. This only goes to 1936. Oh, I didn't know that. I wasn't aware of that. That ain't good. Uh, the second story, page eight, and this, this mic, I'm sort of bumping, so sorry about that. Page eight, Captain Marvel, Mr. Tawny, and Shazam clash with Silvana. Captain Marvel, Mr. Tawny, and Shazam? 
Oh, Shazam was the uh, the wizard. Clash of Silvana and the plot against the universe, page eight. The strange and terrible fate stalks. Now, you might wonder, why is this story only seven pages? It's because a lot of the early uh, Captain Marvels were very short stories, and they were combined into a, a, a single comic. So they were they were short stories. So eight, a seven-page story doesn't, doesn't surprise me. Also, uh, an interesting thing about Captain Marvel, I can't remember exactly the date, but DC Comics failed to renew their copyrights on several of their characters. Uh, one was Captain Marvel, and the uh, Plast... Oh, oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah, Captain Marvel. I can't remember the other two at this time. It might have been Plastic Man. But Captain Marvel, definitely, and that's why you had this Captain Marvel that... <laughs> was a robot man that split apart, and he would say, split, and his head would fly off, his torso would just stay, I guess, flop over, I don't know, and his arms and his legs would go flying through the air, too, and punch the villains, and they even had a guy, a guy that looked like Batman, they had a couple other um, of his supervillains that looked like different people. It's very interesting, I can't remember the name of the comic company offhand, but uh, I love that Captain Marvel. Most people poop on him, but uh, when he wanted to come back together, he would say, now, I, I always pronounce it X-A-M, but it might have just been Sam. Uh, it was X-A-M, I believe. <laughs> Pardon me. Man, running down those steps is not fun. This whole new thing about trying to get up there without a pause and whatnot is, uh, was, is silly. Uh, Strange and Terrible Fate Stalks the World's Mightiest Family, the Marvel Family Curse, page 46. I love the Marvel Family. I I loved anything family. Batman Family, Superman Family, Family Family, because you normally ended up fighting some sort of super gorilla. That's what I liked about it. The World's Mightiest Mortal... And, by the way, uh, you didn't have to buy the giant-sized Marvel Family or things like that to get all the Marvel Family in a Captain Marvel comic because uh, and this was in the original run um, I think even before they were called DC Comics I think it was run by another company uh, and then the, the rights to Captain Marvel were bought out bought out by DC but once again I'm I'm a little buzzed from two drinks of stuff I'll take a little bit of that mm-hmm. I also have some Snyder's old fashioned pretzel rods I might have a, I don't think I'm going to do The world's mightiest mortal fights. So anyway, you could, uh, they would have Mary Marvel. They would have all the different Marvel. Oh, I almost forgot one of the best Marvels. When the whole, when the shit hit the fan about uh, comics being violent and, and causing to childhood delinquency and stuff like that, um, DC immediately uh, caved into the, um, kowtowed to the whimsy of the, the government or governmental agencies, etc. And they just went bunny character crazy, and there was action, actually uh, Captain Marvel, bunny, Captain Bunny Marvel. Um, I can't remember. But it was a bunny that had the powers of Captain Marvel. So, And he had his own comic. But anyway, in one issue, you could have, uh, and, and Ms. Marvel, uh, Cap- 
Mary Marvel had her own comic and whatnot. The world's mightiest, now this is uh, going on page 55, the world's mightiest mortal fights the world's mightiest combat when Captain Marvel versus Battles of the World. And that sounds like a trapdoor comic. One, one time in a dream sequence, the planet Venus joined trapdoor. Shazam extras are Shazam puzzle pages. 7 and 43. Comics cards with that X I told you about, 17 and 54. Shazam Family Pinup, page 32. How to Draw Caps, Friends, and Foes, page 44. And then uh, the Shazam on television, inside back cover, 3D diorama back cover. Here we go. Let's go Captain Marvel and the Robot Hunt. Now we see a picture of uh, Captain Marvel. He says, of course, he's saying, holy jumping moly. There's uh, a, a man with a beard sitting next to like this radio transmitter and a robot friend to his left. Um, and there's a hunter in a hunter's outfit, and they're, he's shooting at a mechanical rhino that's also breathing f- smoke out its nose holes. This is art by C.C. Beck. This is a tale about hunting and about hunting and about such animals as the lion, deer, fox, and monkey. But these are the queerest animals any hunter ever aimed a gun at. Now, that's where my queer tie-in comes, uh, comes, uh, is relevant. Captain Marvel, the world's mightiest mortal, gets the world's mightiest surprise when he meets Doc Quartz, mechanical monsters. Quartz's. Now, uh, I haven't read these before. Just remember that oh, I did when I got the book. But Jesus, that was in probably 1975 or 76. That's a spirit. 1976. Uh, so the robot says, "Use your radio control, Doc. Stop the beast." And I guess that's Doc Quartz. Uh, I can't. I. I. I can't. Tim. Tim is his robot friend, I guess. And then the hunter says, "Bang!" And the bullet is clanging, bouncing off the. Rhino, who is saying grind and clank. And uh, the hunter says, my bullets just bounce off. Now, I think that's just uh, a splash panel. It's not a full splash page. It's just a splash panel to set up, uh, let you know what you're in for. A little bit of stellar. How am I doing at time? 17.12. Oh, I actually have 12.39 to go. Never mind. Boy, I hope I could get this off here because when I when I went to use this application, I don't even know what it's called. It was just on my, my iPad. Um, how's my other iPad doing? Still at a zero. That's not good. i got to plug that in something else. The hunting season opens and Mr. Morris takes to the woods. That's the hunter's name, evidently. Uh, with his star boy broadcaster, Billy Batson. Billy Batson is Shazam, if you didn't know that. He's Captain Marvel. Although two people cannot occupy the same place at the same time. This is the problem we had Dr. Bruce Banner and the Hulk. That's why like, uh, Banner would go into limbo and the Hulk would be there. So actually when he hulked up, it was, I don't know, some type of cheat. I don't know. You know, they had to change their story somewhere along the way. Same thing with... Uh, with Dr. Donald Blake and the Thor, and the Thor. And then, in, of course, in the 1980s, uh, Incredible Hulk with Bill Bixby, th- Dr. Donald Blake is just Don Blake, Donnie Blake. He's a kid, like a teenager, and he turns into... Hey, no, he doesn't turn into me. <laughs> he uh, bangs... I don't know what the hell he does. 
um, I can't recall, ball peen hammer. Oh, my other iPad, so no, no, a ball peen hammer or something. And, uh, and uh, maybe it was a stick, like the original Thor. He bangs that on the ground and he says, Odin! And uh, Thor shows up and he tells Thor what to do and drink meat and things like this. So Billy Batson is with the hunter and he says, There's a butte, Mr. Morris. What's the matter, Mr. Morris? Why don't you shoot? <laughs> That's how Billy, ba- Billy Batson's from Kentucky. Um, the the uh, Billy, uh, Mr. Morris says, I, I just can't do it. It's no use. Well, that's how I'd feel, too. For years I've tried, but I just can't kill an animal. I'm too tender-hearted. Now, Billy bats into this. You'd think he'd understand, but instead he says, Holy moly! guess he has to work that tagline in. Uh, oh. This, this is old. You know, I, I mean, it's, uh, it hasn't been in a climate-controlled environment. What am I doing on time? Oh man, 1949. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get through this. At Station Wiz the next day. Ah oh, me, I can never join the big game hunt club. I can't shoot a mouse, let alone a moose. Now, Mr. Morris is evidently the uh, Billy Batson's boss at the office. Uh, he's some. T- I know Billy Batson was a radio personality. So maybe, oh yeah, that's right, it says a W-H-I-Z. I'm an idiot. And then Billy Batson says, then forget hunting, Mr. Morris. It's not for you. It's not for you. I'm going to have to forego the card trick this uh, episode. Next episode, I'll, I'll be good. 2031, I got nine minutes to read this uh, book, first chapter. I guess you're right, Billy. Well, let's get to work. Timmy Twinkle... Please bring that the new equipment in here. I don't remember Timmy, the, the robot, but evidently that's Timmy Twinkle. <laughs> Gosh, it's good to have a strong robot around. He's bringing a box in. Timmy Twinkle, a paid employee, <laughs> is no novelty. I, I can't believe this isn't based on real people. It's no novelty at Station Whiz, but look, Timmy. <laughs> look, Timmy has a dog. Now, Timmy has a dog. Oh, my God. Uh, I only drink when I read. Yeah, my my uh, my uh, cigar cigar is out. The uh, clove cigar. Look, look. <laughs> Take two. Look, Timmy the dog now. Timmy, Timmy has a dog now. A robot dog. Yip yip yip. Says the robot dog. Where did you get him, Timmy? I was lonesome, and when Doc Quartz found out, he made me this robot dog in his workshop. Roll over, Fido. Atta boy. And the robot roll, the robot dog rolls over. Mr. Morris, where are you going? I just got a terrific idea. I'm gonna go. I'm going to see Doc Quartz at a store down in the lobby. Oh, isn't that? Uh, Convenient. Doc Quartz's robot li- uh, store is in the libra- library of WHIZ. A little bit of the sparkling ice mango. Tango mango? Wango tango mango. Soon, in the backroom laboratory of the old pharmacy, who 
of the old pharmacist who is a spare time scientist. Doc, can you Doc? I can't remember how the guy's whisker. Doc, can you make more robot animals like Timmy's dog? A stupid question, sir. In all modesty, am I not a scientific genius? You name it, and I'll make it. So in the days that follow, Mr. Morris, all week long you've had a secretive smile on your face. What are you up to, Doc? You and what are you and Doc Quartz? Oh, this is the worst one ever. What are you and Doc Quartz up to? I need a little bit more beer. I think slam this. There you go, three quarters. Tut tut, Billy, come to my come to my country place next week, and I next. Why are they breaking up all these words? Who who did the lettering for this? Come to my country place next week for a big surprise. I invited Timmy too. That weekend. A hunting we will go, a hunting we will go. Ta dee tum dee da, ta ta dum dee da. That's a stupid way to sing that. But I don't understand. I thought you were. This mic is in my way. But I don't understand. I thought you were too tender hearted to shoot animals. Not if they're robot animals. Ha! Bullseye! He's shooting at a robot uh, uh, deer. His gun, his rifle is going bang. It's got a scope on it, and, his, uh, and the deer is going clang with a musical note. Holy moly! A robot deer. How am I doing on time? Twenty-four thirty-six. Yeesh. Doc Quartz. Doc Quartz made it for me. Now I can shoot game without spilling blood or causing pain. And there's the doc sitting with his this it's nothing like on the on the uh, the splash panel. It's this giant antenna sticking up with a with a V at the top, and it's got lightning bolts shooting out of it. And it's green, like uh, like you would see from uh, military, the green box on top of a crate. That's what that crate was, maybe. No, I don't know. Hi, docs. What's all this? Radio controls, my boy. I have various robot creatures concealed about the grounds, ready to leap out at my command. Ready for another one, Mr. Morris? Ready. All right, here comes a robot rhino. Hit him in the nose and he'll stop. The nose? Well, anyway. Oops, I missed. Shooting a red laser beam at this thing. Fortunately, I have an arrow. Because their flow of the panels, the sequential art, is not correct uh, to uh, current sequential art protocol. Stop him, Doc. He's coming straight at us. That guy's voice keeps Mr. Morris's voice. You just have to pretend. Heavens to Betsy, my radio control blew up. (laughs) Poof. I knew it. (laughs) Something. (laughs) I can't do the kid anymore now. can't do Billy. Billy Batson's hat is flying off. Heavens to Betsy. Oh, no, that's his old man anyway. Heavens to Betsy, my radio control blew up. Oh, I said that already. I knew something always goes wrong with Doc's gadgets. The rhino arrives. Oh, my gosh. He's sticking his horn right up the Doc's ass. I swear to gosh, it's penetrating his buttocks. Through his orange jumpsuit, and he says, Ark! 
And Billy, of course, says, Shazam! Down from the sky crashes a bolt of magic lightning, and Billy is transformed into his other identity of POW! I don't know why they didn't say Shazam. Famed Captain Marvel, the world's mightiest mortal. My dear Doc, I'd say you were on the horn of Dilemma. That's his voice. That's going to be Shazam's voice. Never has Shazam been, been voiced like that. How am I doing on time? Uh-oh, 247. And then it's going to cut out. Hmm. Hmm. Guess I don't have to bother about stopping a rhino. The rhino runs his face and smooshes it against a rock. I mean, he destroys his own face and his belly cracks in half and gears are coming out of it. But without my radio control, all the other animal robots will run wild. How many others are there? Let's see. There's a robot lion, a deer, a fox, a monkey, and a turkey. And here they come now. They're all rushing him, especially the turkey. Turkey's in the lead. Now the robot lion is attacking uh, Captain Marvel. They look dangerous. I'll have to smash this robot lion. No, Captain Marvel. Hopefully you could tell that was a robot. Two minutes. 2801. These animals are all friendly, just like my just like my robot dog Fido. Oops! He's getting licked by the lion right in, the, right in his teeth. So he's not cheating. Look at that robot monkey. Isn't he cute? And he's pulling the doc's what's left of the doc's bald head, the hair on air. Cute! Let go of my hair! Ow! Uh oh. Time is almost up. 125. The robot fox is just waging, is just wagging his tail at meeting Fido. Ouch! Did I have to give it a wire brush tail? Good lord. Okay, I'm at 109. What am I going to finish here? Somebody's shooting gas. I'm shooting. Robots are shooting gas in Captain Marvel's face. Geez, I gotta finish this. I got two more pages. All right, let me see about pausing this here. See what I. Okay. Looks like I got another thirty minutes. This episode is the first one that's going to run along, I think. And now the dog. I don't remember. Oh, okay, so so the guy's dog is looking at another dog. I guess. Okay, the robot's dog. Now they've all scampered off into the woods. Round them up before they get lost, Captain. You mean you want those mechanical pests back? I guess I'd better round them up. No, this is a, this is the most cocky Captain Marvel of all time. I guess I'd better round them up. No telling what mischief those tin critters might get into. Hey, which way did they go? This way, Captain Marvel will track them for you. Fido is following their trail and out an oil smell. <laughs> let me finish. Let me kick this uh, Stella. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Feeling good. A little bit of the sparkling ice there. Like Fido, the other robot animals are drawn by the smell of oil and gas, too. Let me just take a picture. And that is the thing that happened before. Let me see here. Uh, how about this? 
Thank you, everybody. I'm assuming this is some type of uh, crowd cheering, you know, bunch of smiley faces with a flag. Now there's a gas station. All the animals are running for their robot animals. Like Fido, the other robots' animals are drawn by the smell of oil and gas, too. I got a great story about gas, but I can't tell it. They found a gas station. Now what? Holy moly, blub! <laughs> the robot monkey says, eek, eek! And the turkey is on top of the gas pump. It's old-style gas pump with the uh, circular readout on top. Pardon me. Um, and the robot turkey is saying, gobble, gobble. And the cop, oh no, he's, pardon me, he's the service station uh, person. And he's got a wrench in his hand. Hey, cut that out! The lion is licking the pump, and the monkey is squirting Captain Marvel in the face with gas. Now, the monkey is showering the animals in gas, and Captain Marvel is dripping wet with uh, the petrol. They're dancing under a shower of gas like playful kids under a water sprinkler. Isn't that funny? Yes, I always split my sides laughing when I'm drenched with gasoline. Now, this is kind of funny. Only for me, because I'm 100. But Captain Marvel actually has the lion by the tail, not the tiger by the tail. Ha, ha, ha. If you know what I'm talking about, you're a million years old. Enough of this foldy roll. That's exactly what I said. Enough of this foldy roll. I'll stop them. Oh my gosh, sparks. That's not good. Because the lion's claws on the ground are going scratch with uh, stars flying out from them. This, this can't end well. Yipes, I'm on fire. Before the rest of the station ignites, I'll fly high in the air. He definitely is on fire. He's flying high in the air. And there's a trail of black smoke showing you just how inefficient gasoline fuel is. Oil fuel does not burn clean like alcohol would. Speaking of alcohol, I'm out. I'm empty. Now, uh, Captain Marvel's covered soot. <laughs> the, world's, the world's mightiest mortal is completely unharmed. And after the flame dies out, now I'm really burned up both ways. That's the last straw. <laughs> That's Captain Marvel. That's the last straw. They've got to go. That's all. The pranks have become too serious. I'll smash them. <laughs> He's chasing after the poor fox and uh, lion robots. Please don't smash them, Captain Marvel. After all, I'm a robot too. Must you destroy them? They're like friends or pets to me. Spare them, Captain Marvel. But, but. And he's got the lion by the throat, the fox by his bushy brush tail, I guess. And he's all, like I said, he's all covered in soot. There's soot all over his uh, shirt and his cheeks. Who's going to clean that up? Mr. Morris and Doc Quartz arrive to intercede, too. Uh, it's hard to tell. These are all silhouettes. Okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that's the old man there. Think, Captain Marvel, would you rob the world of my works of flaming genius? And what about my hunting? Captain Marvel's job is to prevent danger, but not to break hearts. 
Now he's thinking this. These are thought bubbles. What can I do? I have to protect the public safety. Even his more his his uh, his his inside his head's even more slick and laid back than his actual speaking voice. What can I do? I have to protect the public safety. Even if Mister Morris, Doc Quartz, and Timmy Timmy Tinkle hate me, if only Eureka! I've got the answer. A fair deal all the way around. Sometime later. Uh, and you see the uh, the robot animals are behind this very thin fence, very thin chain link fence, and the sign on the fence says Doc Quartz's Robot Zoo admission free. Hmm. No one's behind the fence. Even the robot, even uh, Timmy Tinkle, is in front of the fence, and then uh, somebody's taking photos. And Shazam uh, is here, and he's explaining to the audience. He's giving an aside. He says, Doc Quartz is proud of his robot zoo. Timmy and Fido can visit their friends every day. And Mr. Morris has settled for shooting the animals with a camera. So everybody is happy. The end. Now, I just want to do the uh, puzzle page real quick here. Uh, 658 over. So I'm going to say I'm going to say 3558 because I stopped it at a minute nine. Shazam puzzle page. Now here's Mary Marvel. Here's a new bunch of Marvel family. I'm not going to speak like her. Yeah, I will. Here's a new bunch of Marvel family picture puzzles. All you have to do is translate the pictures into words or describe what's going on in the picture, and you'll get the correct answer every time. They're all familiar things or phrases. Here's an example. And it's a dog paddling a canoe, which would be dog paddle. I would say doggy paddle. Now here comes Captain Morrow. He says, this strong man can be translated in a very furtive character. Furtive. I have to I have to fucking have a thesaurus here before I can figure out what's going on. So it's a strong man and he's he's awesome. He's in a speedo. He's got little he's got brown shoes on, uh, of course all nude the rest of them. And he's got the mustache and everything else and he's holding up a he's holding up a building with one hand and it's called the old tea shop. So strong tea shoppy shoppy the old tea shoppy, and he's a strong man. Hmm. Holding up the tea shop. Tea shop, and he's holding it. He's lifting it. Shoplifter. There we go. It only took me a half hour to figure it out. <laughs> you won't need any hints in getting this one. It's a man with slick back hair, and he's uh, wincing. Because uh, this moon is hitting him in the head. And the moon is very sad. It's a half a moon with the long nose and the big chin and all that. So I want to say starstruck, even though the moon isn't a star. Um, that doesn't make sense. Starstruck. Is he, so I guess he's moonstruck. Moonstruck. Hmm. That's an old-fashioned word, I think. I don't know what it means. Does it mean lunacy? Something like that. But I, I have heard moonstruck, so I'm going to say that's what it is. 
Here's a popular music aggregation. Now, this is one I, I understand right away. There's a clarinetist, a guitar player, acoustic guitar, a violinist, and a stand-up bass player, and they're all on a swing. So I'm going to say swing, swing music, swing band, because they're band members. So I'm going to say swing band. Now, here's, here's Kid Marvel. He's pointing at a dog who's uh, chicken-legged on the floor panting, and there's a thermometer in back of him. This is far too easy. A thermometer in back of him that's hitting 100. And Kid Marvel says, Nobody should have any difficulty with this. It's a very delightful food. And so I'm going to say hot dog. Now here's a uh, cow. And the cow has on uh, just a moo-moo skirt, I guess, to cover the cow's udders because that would have been perverse. <laughs> Uh, by the way, even though this was published in 1975, these Marvel, this uh, these Captain Marvel comics are from far earlier, perhaps the 1940s. Um, although they were in color, so I, I it's hard to say, but I'm going to say 40s. So uh, this one uh, is just the announcer. Here's a literal demon demonstration demonstration i don't they really they really uh truncate these words uh, hyphenate these words at weird weird places here's a literal demonstration of a well-known western occupation so this is easy as well the cow has on gloves and he's going bop 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 to a speed bag so i'm going to say cow punching cow puncher and uh i'm not going to look at the answer so uh fuck it Back to me in a studio. Thank you, Wiggly. We hope you enjoyed this second week's reading of Limited Collector's Edition, Volume 4, Number C35, with one magic word, Shazam, the world's mightiest mortal. To own your own copy of Limited Collector's Edition, Volume 4, Number C35, with one magic word, Shazam, the world's mightiest mortal, look in the classified ads for someone selling comic books. Go over to their house, and while they're not looking, shove this book down your pants and tell the seller you're no longer interested in their comic books. The management would also like to apologize. Tonight's secret surprise celebrity guest, Colin Quinn, will not be on the show. I have no reason why. For Wiggly and all the staff at Wiggly's Book Club, I'm Wiggly, and remember kids, rip. Reading is fundamental.